Hello dear friends, it's Carly, and welcome back to another episode of the I Learned Podcast. Uh, it's been a while since I've done two episodes in one week, <clears throat> but that's what I felt like doing, so, <laughs> you know, that's pretty much all it takes in my world, and here we are, I feel like doing it, so, <sighs> this is... I think this is going to be really um, a growth edge for me because this is my attempt to own my authentic self and accept all of myself and love all of myself. Um, but I think we can all agree that it's easier to love yourself when you feel amazing, right? Like. <laughs> I mean, in my last episode, I felt fucking fantastic. And I did for like two, yeah, I'm going to say like two solid days. I was like high, like flying high. And I woke up Monday morning, yesterday morning, and I didn't feel like awful by any means. Like, you know, in, in my life, I've felt much worse, much, much worse, but I had a headache I was like slightly annoyed with just like, just my filter in general, like the, the, you know, filter that exists right in front of my eyes that is between me and the rest of the world. Like that part of me was annoyed. So everything I looked at was like annoying and that was very clear to me, like right off the bat. And so I was like, wow, like for one thing, you know, and I love that this was one of the first thoughts that occurred to me, I had to stop and be grateful that one, my lows used to be way lower than this. And I wonder if you can't kind of say these as affirmations too. like, you know, my low is, <clears throat> my low is nowhere near as low as it used to be. So that's one that I'm very grateful for all of the progress that I have made day after day, one step at a time. And that now when I find myself in a funk, it's, it's a much lighter funk than five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Holy shit. Like, yeah, I've, I've come a long way and can, I think, can you say that too? Because I'm pretty sure you can. So I've come a long way. That's a nice thing to say to myself and to yourself. Anytime that you find yourself, you know, in a funk, let's just say, call it what it is in a funk. Um, the second thing that I realized right off the bat, and this kind of goes along with that hand in hand is most mornings I wake up feeling much better than this. This is, this is the anomaly to wake up in a funk to wake up and just kind of automatically feel bad. That used to be my default. That used to be every single day. And if I woke up with a lighthearted energy, that was the anomaly. That was the weird thing was if I was happy. And now it's so weird for me to be in a funk because I, I spend almost no time there. And so that I had to, you know, give myself another pet on the arm because that Again, I'm so proud that it's I, I'm nowhere near as low vibrationally as I used to be. And again, 
anytime we can repeat these kinds of things to ourselves and just remind ourselves that like we're doing such a good job, especially being able to remind myself of that while I'm mid funk. And honestly, that was like the beginning of me getting out of the funk, which was kind of the next piece of it that I had to appreciate in myself was, you know, I remember back in the day, including my last like major depressive episode, which would have been the spring of 2016. Um, yeah, like that, that depressive episode, it ended in leaning into, again, suicidal ideation and just thinking like how much easier it would be, how much relief it would be to just end it. <laughs> just be done. I give up, you know, like where I was, it was starting to sound pretty tempting. And I'd been there enough times in my life. And I'd been past that point enough times in my life that I knew where it led to, you know, suicidal ideation turns into action eventually, or attempted action eventually. Um, and so I knew on the spot right then that I need help and I found a therapist and within, I think, two days I was sitting in her office. Um, so yeah, I mean, if ever, if ever you do get to that point, absolutely reach out for help as soon as you possibly can, because we like to think that like, I'll just fix this myself, but I, I failed at that twice, you know, like I could not fix it myself. Once I got to that point there, it, I couldn't turn back. I mean, the help came after I attempted and failed and I'm glad that it did. And I, it all worked out the way that it's supposed to. Obviously I'm alive and I'm so grateful for that because when I got help and I, I went to that therapist within five minutes of being in her office, she hands me the deservability treatment. And I'm positive. I've mentioned this before. I credit a lot of where I am now to that deservability treatment and so even my depressive episode that went on for months and months, it led me to her and it led me to that deservability treatment. It led me to that tool to shift my perspective. So even in the darkness, I was still being led. I was still being guided. And honestly, at this point, I'm definitely far enough past it to be able to say, I'm glad that it worked out the way it did because I'm glad I'm glad I was so unhappy that I knew I had to ask for help because I wasn't asking for help. I was going to solve it all by myself and I had to get to a really dark place before I would acknowledge that I needed help. Um and so that was like Oh, five years ago, thereabouts. And that was the last time I had a major depressive episode. And my funks, they just got shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter and shorter. And the one that I woke up with yesterday, I mean, I'm going to say it was like three or four hours long. And I had worked myself out of it and worked myself. That's, that's misleading because really I relaxed myself out of it. You know, I accepted my, I, I accepted myself out of it. Um, really what it looked like was like, first off, just acknowledging 
where I was that like, I don't feel good. I have a headache. My mood is kind of sour. And I mean, I, nothing happened. There's no reason for this. Um, there wasn't really any specific thoughts. I just felt kind of rotten. And so I was like, okay, so that's where I am. I don't feel as good as I normally feel. And that set off that chain of gratitude about, you're right. Like I usually feel so good. I, I used to not, and now I do. And just to take a moment of that gratitude, that's really all it took was that little bit. And that was the pivot. That was the pivot point. And, you know, think about a pivot, like in basketball, one foot has to stay planted. Otherwise you're traveling. So a pivot doesn't change where you are. It just change your, changes your perspective. It changes your, your path forward. It points you in a different direction. And that's what gratitude did for me yesterday morning. And within a few hours, I, I had felt myself rise. I had felt my vibration rise, like in the relaxation into where I was, into realizing like, okay, well, I don't feel good, but I know emotions are temporary. So all I have to do is, you know, go open my toolbox and start using my tools, my coping skills, my, you know, gratitude practice and distraction and whatever, you know, whatever impulse comes through and relaxing my thoughts and being easy on myself and giving myself grace and, and being grateful that I don't have anywhere to be today. I don't have anything on my calendar, so I have nothing to do besides, you know, maintain my energy, tinker with my energy and get it back to where I need, where I need it to be, where I like it to be. Um, I like to feel good. I like to be positively oriented. Um, and that was, that was the gist of it, you know, relaxed. I, I, (laughs) I tuned out to some Netflix. I, I wrote a lot of, in my journal, a lot of radical gratitude, like radical gratitude is a concept that was introduced to me by my friend Kitty. And it looks like, let me see, I have an example. I'm pretty sure I did it about coffee. Um, let's see. Maybe I didn't. I sure didn't. But coffee. Coffee is a beautiful example. Coffee is on my gratitude list almost every single day. Um, because I love it so much. (laughs) It's so, it just has so many good qualities. It's easy to love. Um, so radical gratitude about coffee. Here's what that might sound like. I love that my coffee is made exactly the way that I like it. I love that I allow myself to have as much as I want. I love knowing that when my bag of coffee is empty and I go back to the store to get more, that there will be more, that I have the money in the bank to buy the coffee that I like and the store will offer the coffee that I like. Um, I love knowing that the company who makes it, that they have a vested interest in continuing to make the coffee that I like. And same with the people who show up to their farm every single day and grow the coffee that I like. 
that the people who harvest it and the people who transport it and the people who roast it or whatever they do, <laughs> ooh, and the the people who designed my coffee bean grinder and the people who sold it and the person who bought it and the person that I stole it from, AKA my girlfriend. Um, she has all the best stuff. She has all the best gadgets and uh, yeah, so many tools for like every little job. And so yeah, she, I got my coffee grinder from her and then that even leads me back into like being grateful for her and being grateful that she walked into my life a couple years ago and grateful that I opened Cecil K's because that's how I met her. And it just goes like that. It's like every little piece that came together to give you the satisfying experience, milk it for all it's worth. And this is, this is why I credit my gratitude practice with kind of healing my mental health and helping me to heal my energy and heal my filter, that filter that exists between you and the rest of the world. Sometimes we wake up and our filter is gunky. You know, like how, if you're a glasses wearer, how often a day are you cleaning your glasses? Um, a lot. <laughs> and how often a day are you cleaning your filter? You know, I try to clean mine every morning. I try to do a gratitude practice every morning journal and point myself in a positive direction to, to wipe everything, everything gunky off my filter that I possibly can. So that when I look out at the world, I'm able to see it with love and joy and satisfaction and appreciation. And I can shine that light on anybody that I come into contact with. But when my filter is gunky and everything I see annoys me, now I'm shining that light on people that I come into contact with. So our filters are responsibility. And yesterday morning, my filter was gunky. I woke up in a funk. My body didn't feel good. My mind didn't feel good. My emotions felt meh. And within a few hours, I had the ship turned the right way. And all of that was just choosing to focus in gratitude. It's really that simple. Our mind is powerful. Powerful. It creates everything that we point our attention to. We all get to decide how we want to choose to point our attention. And yesterday morning, I could have just as easily decided that I woke up on the wrong side of the bed today. I'm a cashier at a grocery store two days a week. Um, and I hear that a lot, you know, not like a lot, a lot, but often about, yeah, I'm, I'm irritated because it's hot and I, I woke up on the wrong side of the bed and I have no time and this got canceled and this blah, 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 blah about that's why they don't feel good. And there's just no reason in the world good enough to not feel good. At least that's what I've learned. So I feel really good today. I woke up. Um, I mean, I did gratitude hardcore yesterday and I, I sat out in the yard and got some sunshine um, even though it was cloudy like all day and then I was carrying my chair out into the grass and the clouds kind of parted and it was sunny and it was sunny like the whole time I was out there and then it got cloudy again. It was like the world just conspired to like help me feel better. Um, it was so cool. 
And I also caught my laundry up. I thought that was really interesting that like that was the impulse that was coming to me. I caught my laundry up. I tidied my room. It wasn't bad, um, but I did tidy it back up. And definitely like getting my physical space cleared and caught back up and feeling like I have things handled. I have everything under control. And it just, it felt really good to to kind of bask in that energy yesterday, that grateful, I, yeah, I got no place to be. I'm just here feeling good. And that's what I did. And then this morning I woke up in this like crazy abundant energy that was, the thoughts were about my grocery training video project, which I'm in the final stages of negotiating the contract for that. So I haven't started it yet. Technically, I only wrote the proposal and now we're going back and forth on exactly how we're going to execute. And I woke up thinking about those videos and they felt so good and they felt like the beginning of something really important and it just felt so freaking good. And that's the energy I woke up in today. And again, today, because there's like such a rich swing between the funk I woke up in yesterday and the abundance, like the radiating abundance that I woke up in this morning. Oh, guys, we are powerful. We are so freaking powerful. How we point our focus is so powerful. Yesterday, I got a message from this girl that connected with me out of the alpha femme group. And she's a, like a business coach and a strategist and basically, basically the same kind of skill set that I feel like I have. And so when she like friend requested me, I was like, Oh, that, you know, normally I don't accept friend requests from like random people, but I was like, you know what, that would be really cool to like fill my newsfeed full of other powerful women. And I, I think that's exactly what this is going to be, but I really loved that. So then she messaged me in messenger and asked, how's your day going? And, you know, we all get enough of those like salesy type friend requests and messages. And I never, I never even respond. I usually just like, don't respond to them. And to her, I did. And I told her my day's going awesome. How about you? And she said yes. And then she kind of moves into like feeling around to see like, how can she make her pitch? And the way she did it was the best way I've ever seen it done. Granted, I don't ever engage. So I might be missing people's, you know, a material. Um, but she asked me first, she basically said, do you want to tell me a little bit more about what you do? Or I would love to hear more about what you do or something to that effect. And that question of what I do. It was such a fun moment of reflection and like, what do I do? I don't, I mean, I haven't had many opportunities to explain it and it felt really good, especially like for the, for the thoughts to be happening yesterday amidst this total day that I've dedicated to working on my energy to raising my vibration. That's what this day is for. And I attracted these questions from her. The first being, what do you do? And I 
I responded with a voice message so I could channel it. And it felt really nice to just tell her like, I chill out and I do what my soul tells me to do. And as far as like what that actually is that it's telling me to do, you know, I do some grocery consulting. I own my own grocery store. I have a couple podcasts. I was having to remember what I said. Um, obviously I'm not channeling right now. Uh, and I just started my publishing company, um, this quarter and small world. She was like, wow, I started my publishing company two years ago and it was such a cool learning experience. And then she went on to say something about being multi-passionate. And I was like, wow, because I've never heard that term before, multi-passionate, but it resonated immediately. And I was like, yep, that's exactly me to a T. Um, and she's like, but what is your core focus? And again, I feel like she's wanting me to say something about how I make my money. Maybe she's not. Maybe I'm, you know, mislabeling her intention. But how I, how my soul wanted to answer it. My core focus is self-care. My life's work is self-care. My, my intention for myself is to take care of myself. My intention for others is to inspire them to take better care of themselves. <laughs> no matter how good of care you take of yourself right now, today, no matter what that practice looks like, I am telling you, it can always be better. We can always heal more and resonate more and be more joyful and be more satisfied and be more fulfilled. Like there's no top end to that spectrum. It's actually the most empowering thing you'll ever wrap your mind around. Um, and that's why every single day I, I practice my self-care and I marvel at how good I've gotten at being able to maintain my energy that even on a day when I wake up in a funk, a, you know, four hours later, I'm feeling great. And just in honor of myself, I was like, well, just because I feel good doesn't have doesn't mean that the, the day of self-care is over. No, no, no. No, let's go sit in the yard and soak up some sun and come back in and take a nap and then eat some yummy dinner. And yeah, I mean, it was just basically like one thing after the other of ease and flow and yummy experiences. So that's, that's what my life's work is. And I really, really, really appreciated the manifestation of her questions to help me clarify for myself on an even deeper level, how important taking good care of myself really is. It's everything. It's literally everything. And all of this to say that the next time you find yourself in a funk, I highly encourage the phrase, these emotions are temporary. And I can pivot. I can pivot and point myself in a positive direction. And then I can watch my, my cork float. I can watch my vibration rise from there. I can do that. It is 100% possible. And the more you practice, the better you get. All right, folks, I'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening. I love you.